What's up, everybody? Welcome to the State of Wild, episode 147, a regular YouTube video web series podcast thingy. Uh, as usual, I'm joined by two good friends and co-host Raffle and Corbett. Guys, I know we like overloaded everybody with two episodes last week, but we still have one more thing to get through uh, before Twist release later this week. How, how are you guys doing? You know, I'm doing pretty good. We took a, a bit of a break after the uh, the content dump the week prior, um, so well rested, ready to ready to talk about that one last thing that we didn't quite get to uh, with either the devs or, or our assessment of the uh, the dev interview. Yeah, I'm coming out of hibernation for Hearthstone. I feel like I've been tucked away during the freezing cold Australian uh, winter in, in August. Um, and I'm ready. I'm ready to Hearthstone it up with Twist and new cuts and <coughs> Disco Warlock. And God, I'm excited. <coughs> so let me cough into the mic for a bit. Disco Warlock. Disco Warlock's got Corb sick already. Um, but yeah, I, I guys, I'm so excited for this new Twist format. I, I cannot wait. Um, partially because we also have new cards uh so 34 brand new cards uh i guess you can add chogall and hobart to that uh we didn't talk about it last week so i guess we'll talk about it this week they're they're basically new cards um given how, how drastically they were reworked uh but yeah excited to, to hop into things um we've got a lot of cards to talk about like i said 34 to 36 so uh let's hop let's hop right on in uh and start evaluating setting these brand new cards that'll be out on thursday uh for wild friday uh for the brand new twist format um, so let's start with Druid. Uh, let's talk about one that I'm kind of excited about, uh, and that is Invigorate, uh, because Wild Growth is back and better than ever. Uh, back to two mana. It's a two mana nature spell. Choose one. Gain an empty mana crystal or draw a card. Wild Growth is maybe the best two drop of all time, and uh, somehow this is better than Wild Growth. So how are you guys feeling about it? You say you're excited about this one, but uh, knowing how it's likely to be used... Um... Not me. Excited in twist. Uh, we're not going to talk oh, okay. about this in, in wild because. You know, oh, we're not. Are we not we, talking we do about both? I'm not excited about this in wild. I'm excited about okay. this in twist. Yeah. Yeah. This makes me want to um, start having a coughing fit like Corb when I consider it in wild, um, because it's likely to just be very good in Tony Druid. So we can dismiss that. It is, in fact, just like a pretty much strictly better wild growth, right? Because you have the option to not only get both the coin and the ramp in some weird context, but also just like choose to take the the draw before or not the coin the the draw before um before turn 10 when you're like starved for cards and don't need the mana so like this is just this is just better wild growth and like you said wild growth um still at three mana one of the best cards off of sf uh, and uh like one of the best turn two plays that you could have especially in a format that you know we're anticipating will be a little bit slower like twist is uh probably the best turn two you can have in the format I had us at uh, just under 11 mentions of Wild Growth while talking about this card, and I think we just got over that, so uh, good job, team. Um, it's Wild Growth. But like, better. It's wild but growth. sometimes better. Yeah. But sometimes better. It's a good card. Yeah. yeah. I, I do miss two-mana Wild Growth as degen and as powerful as it was. Um, like you said, not excited about this in, in the Wild context, but in Twist, I'm excited to play uh, two-mana, get a mana crystal. Uh, I don't think we need to talk any any further about how, how good this card is. So let's talk about some other ones. Uh, let's talk about Rat Sensei. Uh, two mana, two, two beast, battle cry, and death rattle. Add two, one, one turtles with taunt to your hand. Uh, these turtles, also beast. Uh, so looking like they're supporting that beast druid archetype in, in both twist and wild. Uh, primarily twist, obviously. Seem, seems good. That's That's a billion beast in one card. And, and by a billion, I mean five, but it's a, it's a lot of beast. 
Yeah, have you looked at the turtle art too, though? Yeah, so, it that's doesn't match. Right, Ruffle, it's not the perfect colors from the Ninja Turtles. I mean, you can't do it. You can't be that far on the nose. <laughs> like, come on. I, look, yeah. I am not a lawyer. I don't know what you can and can't do with this kind of thing. Uh, we we always refer to uh, Duck Tech in those scenarios, and he is a lawyer. He wrote the patch notes, so I'm sure he, I'm sure he's got it sorted out. Uh, but yeah, this card is like pretty nutty for Beast Druid, especially with like the the Night of the Wild uh, change, uh, because you want a lot of beasts to die now, and you don't really care when that happens. Um, it also buys you a little bit of time, so like one one taunts can be annoying. Uh, in matchups without pinks, uh, they can just like slow things down until you get to the cards that you need, even in like a slower druid deck. I think this is just a quality card. Card's broken, like absolutely 100% broken. Like, you get four resources for like including the you get five you get five resources for like two mana. It's ridiculous, and uh, the fact that it does like this one for one discount, your matriarch and knight of the wild, like card is so busted. Um. I don't know if the archetype's good enough, but the archetype's probably not that far away. It's just a little slow compared to the mech stuff, but it wouldn't shock me if we were able to push, like, Beast Druid up into, like, very, very uh, competitive tier. Yeah, like, it's it's been a deck at times, and it's been, like, hovering on the, uh, the, the edges at, at other points. So, like, you know, another card or two, even remotely close to this quality, could uh, help it get there. I think it, like... Yeah, it's 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 on the fringes for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like you guys said, great card for Druid, both in Twist and Wild. I think it's just going to be like a generically good card in Twist, whereas in Wild, I think it's going to be really good in like the specific archetype that is Beast Druid. I think you like have to cut Weblords from that deck now uh, because you're playing now a Battlecry two drop. Um, I'm not really sure how the deck's going to work out, but I was playing a little bit of Beast Druid just with like the changed Knight of the Wild and Addled Grizzly. Uh, before this card's even come out, and I was having a decent amount of success. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the synergy with this and like stuff like Oracle and the Knights and the Matriarchs and everything like that, um, really excited. This is Druid, yeah. we're two cards in, looking looking really strong. Yeah, I saw the Adult Grizzly change, and I was like, I can't wait to play Beast Druid. And I was about to, just when the changes went live, then I saw this, and I was like, okay, well, now I have to wait until the, yeah. this comes out. I, I couldn't help myself, I had to. Yeah, um, I... I <laughs> I did the same thing where I was really amped up for it. And I'm like, I can't do it yet. You know, I've, I've been trying to avoid decks that got like very specific busted same. new cards. Same. Yeah, I told myself when I when I was streaming, I was like, guys, this is not full power yet. I couldn't help myself because <laughs> it's like Beastruid is like up there for like a really nice archetype that I've loved from the past couple of years. Got the couple changes and it's got a buff here so or a new card here. So I'm excited about it. Um, all right. Last new card for Druid. Uh, let's talk about Scenarian Hold. Uh, so this is a two mana location, two durability. Your next choose one card this turn has both effects combined. So we've seen text like this before um, on, on minions and things like that, uh, but none of those have really kind of stuck around and, and been powerful players in wild. Now that we can play this on a two mana location, use it twice. Do we do we think that an effect like this now on a location is finally what pushes this effect to be powerful enough in wild? Um. Probably not in wild, or if I had to guess, no. It, like, just because there aren't that many choose one cards that are worth considering, um, other than now invigorate. Um, but in twists, like any slow druid is going to run both invigorate and nourish, and being able to like not have to battle cry a minion into it, have it like the the 
structure or the nature of a um, of a location makes this type of effect a little bit more appealing just because you choose when uh, you want to put it to use. So like this on a nourish is it's pretty gross. Uh, and then like I I think you just usually like in a format in a format like twist i think you probably just win if you get both effects on on a nourish on curve uh so it maybe uh depends on how many like slow druid archetypes there are how many other choose one effects there are but like i don't know it's tempting just with invigorate and nourish it's just like it monopoly it like takes up a card slot either way Arguably, Druid has one of the best like class sets of uh, of the Caverns of Time, regardless of how strong this is, just because the other two are hard carrying. Yeah, I don't think it. Um, <clears throat> I don't think it pushes anything specific and wild because it's more of a complementary piece that already goes that goes into decks that play Nourish and not really a lot of that going on right now in in wild. But um, another very broken card. Like that's that right? Never another very broken card. Like you, you play the uh, four mana four four your next choose one has cards combined like you're playing that in standard um with the the drum package but like this is cheaper it lets you play other choose ones before you want to you know play a specific thing so like you can set it up like way easier extra durability just busted as hell so i think druid like probably got the best set out of everything like card for card pound for pound like this is absurd yeah, at least from the the new cards perspective, right? from the like, new cards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, drew it two thumbs up from all three of us here. Um, all right, let's move into uh, into Hunter. Let's start with Dr- Drun Dernhold Dernhold Imposter. There you go. Weird words. Uh, three mana, three three. Uh, each turn, this is in your hand. Uh, transform it into a random three cost minion that gains poisonous. Uh, I think it's safe to say that this is not a wild card. This is a twist specific card. Um. And this is going to be a card that feels like it's not going to be very good until it randomly hits Acid Maw and then it's Omega Busted, right? Dread Scale. That's what I meant. The the AoE. Yeah, that one. Dude, it's been so long since I've played these cards, I, I don't know which one's which. Um, but yeah, Dread Scale. You're going to learn, learn quick, Meowth. You're going to figure <laughs> it out fast. <laughs> yeah, randomly turning into a one-sided AoE uh, in, in Twist. Who's excited for Flickle Talks 2.0? Let's go. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be uh, a lot of rage induced by this card, but like, I don't... I don't think it's going to be reliable enough to like actually be put in people's decks on purpose. Yeah, I haven't really thought about it too much, like going through and looking at the three drops and thinking about what the general payoff is like. My expectation is that it's well, I don't know. The more I'm kind of looking at it, I'm like, it's pretty generically powerful, right? Like, uh, just a traditional random three drop randomly gains poison. Like, that's a lot of value add to a random three drop, but. If there was a deck like Highlander Hunter, I would maybe be a little bit more inclined to think that that could go in a twist version of that. But I don't know. I haven't really gone through the process of like looking at all the three drops and thinking about just how shitty or you know solid that this could be. My inclination is that it's not good though. As somebody who plays a lot of like random effects, there are a lot of a lot of bad cards that you just completely forget even exist. Um, I like there's that. There's that like one five that summons an imp every time and it takes damage. Wouldn't that just kill itself if it deals damage to itself and then <laughs> and then summons a min? Maybe an I've never have we ever had that interaction, I guess. I don't, I don't know. know. That would be kind of funny. But like there's either way, there's just like uh there's so many there's a zero seven uh spell damage. Like there's a lot of really bad hits off mm-hmm. of this. 
Well, that zero seven got buffed, so that card might not be the worst thing if you're playing like kill commands and quick shots in your hunter deck. Um, no, but like if it was just random three cost hunter minions, I think I'd be a lot more excited. I think it'd be a lot stronger, obviously. But the fact that it like also hits the neutral pool, like that's what kind of turns me off of this, even even yeah. in something like twist. But the, the I, neutral I also pool. haven't done a deep dive, like you said, into into what yeah. all the three drops are. The neutral pool is absolutely what uh, scares me about this card. Not having looked at the um, specifics just yet. All right, uh, let's move on to Time Lost Raptor. Uh, you know, cute little play on words here, because uh, Echo wasn't introduced until Longuro, and now this guy is like lost in time because bringing Echo back to it to an old thing. Yeah, maybe. Um, and adapt. Yeah, and adapt. Yeah, true. I hadn't even gotten to the text. Come on, come on, Ruffle. Uh, two mana, one one beast with Echo. Battle cry, adapt your time lost raptors. So the idea here is like you play the first one, it adapts once. You play your second one, the one that you just played adapts once, but your original one adapts again, so it's adapted twice. So on, so on, the more that you play this. That being said, it is a uh, two mana, one one on its own, so this is not very good until later in the game, right, where you get to play these in multiples. Uh, so I guess it really depends on what hunter decks are looking like in Twist. Um, this, this feels very not wild because there's no Beast Warper. And so you're having to actually pay two mana for these, which which feels kind of bad. Um, so I'm looking at, at this specifically in Twist, and it kind of just depends on the decks that are out there. Yeah, it doesn't uh, excite me all that much, but good God, I just imagine what a Beast Warper would be like, and I I, I almost had a coffin fit again. Like that <laughs> that was uh, uh, the oof, we do not need that, but thank God it doesn't exist. This isn't uh, I don't know, like I, I'm not super high on this card personally but i've been wrong before terrible terrible card it's uh it's one star yeah also ruffle we don't have a beast warper yet you know stop. yet stop <laughs> um all right last but not least for hunter here we have trial of the jormungars uh so this is a five mana spell with dread scale and acid on the art which is very fitting uh because the text on this card says summon copies of two beasts in your deck that cost three or less uh, this feels very much a uh, a tutor for your your dread scale and acid maw, five mana wipe the board. Seems easy. Yes, but <laughs> the thing about dread maw and acid maw, dread scale and acid maw, is you kind of want to draw them, right? Because that's how they become good cards. And then, so this in this instance, you're like hoping not to draw them, and if you draw them, it completely breaks the card to the point where it's like unplayable so this card seems really bad to to me personally for that reason like because you have to that's like a big big patches draw if you accidentally hit one of the the two beasts and you're relying on this to clear the board like that just renders the card kind of useless doesn't it yeah um i think like if you're playing this you're putting it in a deck where you actually have probably a small package of beasts and like sometimes you hit the giga like maybe you play three or four three cost beasts would be the idea i'm kind of flipping through it i'm like what does that actually look like like what do you what do you actually play and it's like oh these options aren't um <laughs> they're fantastic i mean you do have like king mukla or something like that so like if you play five mana and you get um is it a copy? Someone copies. Yeah, okay. So so like as long as they're in there. So you get a copy of a Mukla and like an Acid Morph of five. Like how how good is that? Um It's okay. Yeah. Like not terrible. 
probably be happier with the dread scale but like either one like depending on the board state if you're behind you'd probably prefer the dread scale if you're ahead you might like the uh the acid mod to leverage that uh that board state but i mean the thing about the change to the dread scale acid mod is that they're like they're independently okay cards now or like they do something independently so you don't necessarily need to hit them it's just like i mean if you're running three even four beasts you draw two two of them before you play this is not unreasonable um i don't know it, it seems like it seems like a lot of deck building restriction just to get one card that's like an okay payoff yeah but it's sometimes it's insane sometimes you get yeah. the acid red combo uh so i don't know I, uh, tough uh, probably, I, I do agree, it's probably not worth it, because if you're not hitting exactly the Dread Asmore combo, then it's not worth it, and you can't just play that alone. Because you're going to draw one of them. Like, it's it's going to happen. Do you, do you think that this has any potential in something like Wild in uh, Arena Hunter, where you're playing, like, Selective Breeders, Dread Scale Acid Maw, plus nothing else? Like, it, or are we still worried about that or, patch thing? Or, now hear me out, Elec, bad luck, albatross. Three mana shuffle Elec. Yeah, yeah. That's a beast. It is a beast. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm a little bit more tempted there, but like I feel like Reno Hunter just has better ways to, to build without something that cute. Yeah. I'm just thinking about this like it's, it's Guardian Animals, but two mana cheaper. And doesn't give them rush. Yeah, that, that's actually kind of huge, right? Hmm. Yeah, I feel like there's I mean, potential look, here, but I'm not. I'm not seeing in, it. In wild, you can always Finley uh, to put pieces back in. Maybe that's always something that works every time. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, if I, if there's like a Renathal build, right? Then I think it makes a little bit more sense because then you're probably more likely to find the spell which you have two copies of before you draw a thing. Like, I think the math works out there, but I don't know. Uh, so you're, so you're non Rena then at that point. Uh, yeah, like a Renathal, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a Hound Hunter, <laughs> you're a Hound Hunter from uh from standard. Right, Corpse two standard pilled. When was the yeah. last time you thought that? All right, whatever. A little lost. A little lost in the sauce here. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're, we're, I think if we're trying to force it this hard, it's probably not a good card, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> All right, so we went from two thumbs up from Druid to eh on Hunter cards, if that. I, I'm really excited about all the, the, the buffs more than the uh, the new cards when it comes to Hunter, at least. Yeah, Hunter's, um, I don't know. The Hunter of the past is pretty linear. Um, it's going to be a lot of, like, likely a lot of undertaker style hunters or just like aggressive hunter decks there wasn't a whole lot of uh there wasn't the same amount of flexibility that you have in the class that we have now um maybe you get some secrets in because i think that's where um the clo like cloaked huntress might be available nope that's I, too... I think huntress was in girl it was it, that was karazan yeah cloaked huntress was okay. karazan that's what i thought so like you might get a secret hunter um, thing, but then you lose some of the payoffs. Like the, um, I don't think the five mana spell was there yet. So what do you do with all of all of those secrets other than just have them in play? So it's like I feel like hunter is going to be in a bit of an awkward spot. Other than the uh, the buff, the lock and load hunter, that's going to be the the real juice. Lock and load hunter will be all right. I, mm -hmm. I think hunter will be okay. It's uh. A lot of its mid-rangey stuff right. is a lot better. Like, 
high mango buff call the wild is back from which was like nerfed in this era it's like it got undertaker like you said and it also has buzzard and right like buzzard is a unique situation because card draw is very limited <laughs> in this right. in this format you, no, you're I, missing I, the, the biggest buff of them all We're ta- you're missing ball of spiders the thing that's gonna make mid-range hunter tick i no i i, I think hunter will be very strong it's just like going to be a fairly linear deck you're just going to play yeah. good cards on curve it's going to be kind of probably in a similar place to where paladin is where you just play good cards on curve um and then you hit the opponent in the face until their hero explodes it's um i think that that's just a, a few of the classes were just kind of did that uh at this period in hearthstone there wasn't um people complain about mana cheat but um you know sometimes it does make things a little bit more engaging and exciting to play all right, uh, let's move into Mage here. Uh, let's talk about another imposter. Uh, Speaking this of one's... not engaging or exciting to play. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Yeah, uh, Black Morass <laughs> Imposter. Two mana, two, two. Each turn this is in your hand. Transform it into a random two-cost minion that gains spell damage plus one. Uh, this feels like it very much wants to be like in a tempo spell-based mage deck, maybe? Um, but then Sork is four mana. So... Uh, not really sure where this wants to see play it, rather like in wild or twist like it's just very weird sometimes let me make sure i get the card name right sometimes it could turn into a cobalt geomancer two mana two two with two spell damage wait does it actually get two spell damage or does it just it, it gains yeah, it spell gains, damage plus one it gains it yeah. so i would assume Roughly, you're right like, idea is even better awful i know think of the high roll um most of the time it is just a maybe a better statted cobalt answer though isn't it uh yeah yeah that, right. that that doesn't sound very appealing in any format all right i mean if, if spirit claws was a mage card then we we could be cooking so or just this generate this and shame it yeah yeah okay yeah. all right let's move on quickly to uh to disco at the end of time uh six mana spell cast five random secrets from the past at the start of your turn uh, destroy them um so five random secrets from the past does mean secrets that are just wild secrets um and so this is it's not going to be just secrets that are in twist this is going to be any mage secret um including like what explosive runes or something like that that's like fairly recent a rigged fair game um so they they do disappear at the the start of your turn, um, but the, it is five secrets for six mana. It's it's what Glacial Mysteries wanted to be. This is your uh, the secret mage support for uh, for Crystal Runner. Oh, I forgot about Crystal Runner. Um, I mean, this why? won't work with Crystal Runner. Yeah, because you're not playing them. Yeah, but it's for Never the mind. secret mage archetype. This is why they buffed okay. Crystal Runner. Yeah, but oh, okay. So what is the best case scenario here? It's like. It's six mana, skip your opponent's turn? Uh, skip your opponent's turn and you get a rigged fair game. I think that's the... Yeah, that's that's like the pretty, that, that actually sounds pretty good uh, <laughs> when you say it that way. But it, like the, the variance is what's going to mm-hmm. affect that. There's a... So it's n- any secret that's not in standard, right? It's all secrets, I think. Yeah. Like any, It can be any wild Any secret, secret that's in like, wild... So it's not limited okay. to the secrets that are in twist. Even yeah, even the standard ones. Because the from the past excludes it like in, in 
current Hearthstone rules from the past excludes anything that is standard legal, doesn't it? Uh, I think it's just part of the weird lore that they're doing with this, how we're okay. in the future. But I don't know. Are you okay. guys telling me that reading uh, the card doesn't explain the card? I was going to say, yeah, the, the, some clarity on this would be nice. So, like, I know it's a, a, a cute way to fit it into the text box. Uh, but if you already have an established, like, phrase that means something, <laughs> I think you should probably be consistent with that. Um, either way, the variance on this gives me a little bit of hesitation because there's some pretty bad mage secrets that um, could get generated. But because you're pulling so many... You're probably likely to get at least one or two that you need that lock out your opponent for the turn, right? Like, there's so much overlap between uh, objection, rig fair game, uh, counter spell. Yeah, if you just get six mana, objection, rig fair game, three terrible secrets, is that worth? Uh, uh, yes, but all of that assumes that like objection is uh, like fair. A, a okay. If you target. get explosive, rig fair game, plus three. No. Because, like, they can still attack with their board if there's a rigged fair game, right? They can ping. Um, this card doesn't seem very appealing to me the more we, like, talk it out. Yeah, I think it's bad. I think it's not good. Well, they, it's all making sense why they buffed Crystal Runner, then. If this card's not good enough, they need to give Secret Mage something. It all, it all no. makes sense. <laughs> no, they didn't. Look, I had to. All right. Uh, let's talk about the last Mage card, uh, card here. We got Chromie Timehopper. Uh, so, Chromie is a 6-mana legendary, 4-4. Four, four. Uh, Battlecry, visit a historical epoch? Epoch? Uh, pronunciation is epoch. not my strong point. You guys make fun of me. I, I, but... I, think, I think chat told me it was epoch. Epoch. Like Ewoks, but epochs. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I so... it was epoch. God. That's good. That's going back in time in Hearthstone. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you guys, let us know down in the comments how to pronounce this. All right, explain it to me via text. Um, but basically, six mana four four. You visit one of these four epochs. We're gonna go with it, uh, and then you shuffle the others into your deck. So these epochs are uh, are spells. They are four mana spells that have effects. So uh, I'm just gonna read through the four here. Uh, you have opening the dark portal. Um, I guess another thing. When you shuffle these into your deck, they do automatically cast when drawn, so you're never actually spending the four mana on these. Um, whether that matters or not, who knows? In uh, in Twist, I don't know if there's like deck of lunacy stuff, but um, opening the dark portal, get two random legendary minions. Uh, that's to your hand. Uh, deal two damage to all uh, all enemies. You have uh, give your minions plus two plus two, uh, and then get two random spells. So this is like. You get to choose one of the four, right? You discover one of the four, and then the other three are shuffled in. So you always get the one that you kind of need for the scenario. She is a six mana four four though, so six mana four four deal two damage to everything. Like seems good. It seems like the the one that you're always picking, and the extra three are uh, kind of gravy on top. I think uh, this has a pretty good amount of flexibility. Like, am I crazy for saying this is just kind of an okay card? Probably something that you consider an arena mage. Because like the way the way I look at it, um, if you're behind, you take Colin of Stratholme and like attempt to fight the way back on the board. If you're ahead, you play Battle for Mount Hygel and buff your board. Uh, if you're light on resources, you just pick whether you need spells or minions. You you kind of just have a an option for almost any situation that you might find yourself in. 
Um, obviously, the body isn't great, um, but like it's a pretty good like flexible toolkit card that wasn't really that prevalent in like the um, this era of Hearthstone. So like again, is it just fine in like a, a Reno Mage? I don't know how good Reno Mage is going to be, but it, it seems okay there. Yeah, it can be okay in Reno Mage. Like just take the AOE every time, yeah. right? I th yeah, I think you're often just going to take the AoE, but like AoE on a body is pretty uncommon in in this uh, period of Hearthstone. Um, I think it's okay between this and Flame Leviathan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's, I think it's fine. Uh, the 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 downside is like you don't get to control when the uh, the other ones happen, so like. You might not be in a spot where you can actually make use of, of the other ones, but like I don't know, the first, the first, the front of this is the only part that you should really evaluate because you don't assume that you draw the other pieces. And I think it's, it seems just kind of fine. Like I'd probably, uh, it's maybe copium, but I'd just play this in any slow mage. In twist. In twist. Oh yeah, no, I'm not playing this in wild. Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, mean, I'll play uh, this in wild because I'm crazy, but like, no, I'm yeah. not playing it seriously in in wild. <laughs> yeah, I'm not crazy. Um, the the again, it goes back to the lack of uh, value and generation as well in, mm -hmm. in the format. So like, anything that does a lot can you know be pretty valuable for like a grindy arena deck. I don't know. It seems fine to me as well. I think it's all right. Probably it's probably better than you think. Like you look at it, you think it's awful, and then you think about it more, and it's like, eh, that AOE is okay. I, yeah, I'm just I looking think... at it on the surface, it's just like worse than Reno the Relicologist, but only slightly worse. Like six oh, mana, four four, like much, clear the board. Much much worse. <laughs> well, yeah, AOE on, on a stick, right? For your Reno Mage, right. like, that's what I'm comparing it to. But then it doesn't always just have to go in your Reno deck. You can play this in any sort of like mid range or slow Mage deck. I think it's fine. Right. I assure you, there will be one Mage deck that is a uh, want this. It is just Reno Mage. Hold on, though, because, like, Battle for Mount Hyjal, give your minions plus two, plus two. That includes Chromie, so, like, with that, she's a six-mana six-six that buffs your board. Like, isn't that just kind of good? Worse than Ogre stats, though. Not good. I and mean, I'm not imagining Reno Mage being ahead on board very often, but, I mean, yes. But it's, like... Like, even in, I don't know, some weird board-centric... Belcher? It's like you just got a Belcher up or something. Mech Mage? It's a lot of mana. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't have galvanizers, right? In Mech Mage, like Mech Mage is much more board centric and plays like until turn six, turn seven. And this because they used to play, they used to play Boom, right? And sometimes, yeah, sometimes Rag. I don't remember Mech Mage. Mage. Like, yeah. like it, the the archetype is pretty desperate for cards. <laughs> I, I would imagine just because it, it literally just has GVG as its uh, options, right? And then some fireballs and frostbolts. Okay, maybe it's getting harder to justify this, but like, I don't know. You don't have the same amounts of mana cheat that you have in our format now. So like, I don't know. It's if you squint hard enough, it's like an arbor up. Quartermaster, it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a quartermaster. The, the quartermaster was a great card in this era. Yeah, I I think we'll see Chromie a lot more than people are expecting. I I'm she just does everything all right, you know, and that like when she does a billion things all right, that means she's probably a pretty good card. It's kind of how I'm looking at her. All right, let's move into Paladin. Um, let's just directly transition to the other legendary here in Paladin. Um, one very similar to Chromie, uh, and that is Rooney Time Explorer. So Rooney is a 3-mana, three 3-4. Three, Battle Cry, discover a location from the future. Uh, unlike, 
secrets from the past. Uh, this is not just a location from Standard Time. They, these are actual locations that are designed specifically for Rooney. Um, all of these locations are uh, two durability uh, locations. Uh, and there are seven of them that you can uh, choose from. So you're not always going to be able to, to select which one you want, uh, unlike Chromie. Uh, but I'm going to read through the, lo the random locations here. Uh, we have Outskirts of Lordaeron. Uh, choose a minion. Destroy all minions with less attack than it. Uh, so kind of a board wipe uh, that you get to use twice. Seems pretty good. Uh, Windrider Roost. Three mana. Uh, two durability. Gain a random three cost minion. Give it charge. Uh, or summon a random three cost minion, rather. Uh, you have Zenidar. Your next battle cry this turn triggers twice. Um, not really sure what battle cries we're abusing in Paladin. Um, maybe stuff like Ivory Knight or, or Quartermaster, maybe. Uh, we have Nighthold. Cast three random Paladin secrets. Valdraken. Get two random dragons with plus two, plus two. A little bit of value generation. Uh, you got Runes of Karun. Uh, draw two cards. Swap their cost. Pretty good. Uh, and then we have Temple of Earth. Summon or choose a friendly minion. Summon a copy of it with plus three health and taunt that can't attack. So you copy like a Belcher or a Tyrion or something. Then you get two of them. Seems pretty good. Guys, I, I think Rooney might be uh, might be kind of strong is the gist that I'm getting. These locations seem really good uh, for a three mana legendary minion. Right. I mean, we talked about the flexibility of Chromie. <laughs> like, you're, you're bound to get something that does, and, and like the the value generation available from Chromie. You're, you're bound to get something that's good enough for a given situation from uh, from Rooney here. Now, the downside is that you do have to like then play the card from uh, from hand, so you discover it into hand, not onto board. Um, so like you still have to expend mana, but like, I mean, you you get your mana back in the, in in these cases, right? So it's yeah, this card, um, like like you, the only one I'm not super like obviously good or high on is the the battle grinds triggering twice. Like that seems a little bit too situational. Um. But I don't know. Maybe if there's like a, they're, they're pushing a lot of dragon stuff. Maybe dragons have battle cries. Maybe that's where that wants to go. Yeah, this guy's pretty broken. Um, like I'll I'll play it in probably just even just secret aggro paladin twist. Like in in wild as well. You still put it yeah. in like Reno paladin. It's like just super super good. Yeah, I'm waiting to play Reno paladin specifically for this card. Like, um, and I've been itching to play some Reno paladin too. But then I saw this card, and I'm like. <sighs> Gotta wait again. Yeah, this seems like it's gonna be a staple, like in twist decks. Would you say it's gonna just be a staple in in wild decks as well? I'm a little, just because of the mana expenditure, I'm a little bit, uh, you know, more skeptical of that. Like, I don't know, Reno Paladin just wants to play like good stuff on curve. This kind of like distracts you from doing that a little bit. Um, replaces itself in hand it helps you fill out your curve later though so it's probably still good enough but i don't know that i'm willing to call it a staple necessarily in in wild but almost certainly in standard or a twist rather uh let's move into the uh the other two paladin cards here uh, i'm going to kind of talk about them in conjunction with each other uh because they both are pushing hand buff paladin um or grime street hand buff paladin whatever whatever that synergy was um let's start with timeless blessing there's a four mana holy spell that says give four random minions in your hand Plus four, plus four, plus three, plus three, plus two, plus two, and plus one, plus one. Uh, so for four mana, you were giving 10, 10 worth of sats to, to minions in your hand. Um, combine that with Bronze Dragon Knight, uh, which is a four mana, three, five dragon. Battle Cry, this has five or more attack. Summon a copy of this. Handbook Paladin, are we, are we cooking? 
Um, I mean, you do have Mean Streets um, hand buff, and it did get buffed, but like Mean Streets wasn't necessarily the good part of the the, the hand buff stuff. Like you're you're missing out on uh, Banana Man in particular is a pretty big deal. Um, you the don't have Christology. You don't have like nearly anything to keep your hand full. You, um, you don't have Rush. It oh, <laughs> doesn't exist. Yeah. Oh God. You have Waker Flame though, so who needs Rush, right? You got big taunts. What is Simon Look, a lot of people a lot of people tried to make hand buff paladin work before we had Rush. <laughs> it was it was not very successful. Um yeah. it, this card is also very, very slow. Um so even in a, even in wild I can't ever see this being played because like it doesn't matter if you have rush if your hero exploded the turn before you get to play the buff turns. Um, so I don't know. It's a lot of stats though. So maybe it just is played as a card in like pile of minions uh, paladin decks uh, in in twist. Maybe curves curves great with doppelgangster. Oh, that's legal, right? That was a Mean Streets card. Was it actually? Yeah. It was, right? Yeah. Yeah, but the unfortunately, the Doppel always hits the plus one, plus one, and nothing, <laughs> nothing else. So. Unlucky. Question, do yeah. you have to have four minions in hand for, to get the full effect on this? Or can if you only have I, a Doppelganger, can you give your Doppelganger plus ten, plus ten? I, I assure you, this is not give a minion plus ten, plus ten. <laughs> no, yeah, it's yeah. It, you have... I wonder, it probably goes in the order that the card reads, though, so you'd still get, like, you know... Six six uh, doppels. If you only have the doppel in hand, I would imagine, right? I oh, that's so. true. Yeah, yeah. It's probably that part always first. That's a good point. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I I think like if Hamburg Paladin just stood by itself as the only deck that got buffs, you know, it would be cooking. But I think with the increased power level of everything, uh, it might be in a little bit of a hurt. Uh, even if. You know, it has gotten a lot better. I haven't really tried to build it because I just don't really believe in it. Like, it's without Rush and without the recovery, it's just a little tough to see, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, if things are moving slower, though, does it have time to, to set up? I don't know. Like, if the de if the format is, like, very Reno-heavy or something, then, like, sure, this could be, yeah. like, a Reno killer. But yeah, there's very this... limited card draw as well. There's, like... There's... That, I think that's the biggest issue for me is, like, the lack of Christology, the lack of card draw. Like, you don't have Knight of Anointment to draw this. Like, you just have like three cards in hand on turn four because you played the other ones. Yeah, I, I'm picturing this as more like a, a Dragon Paladin deck with a hand buff, like, synergy. Uh, I mean, because like Dragon Knight is a, a lot of stats, right? If you, if you get, get it to copy, Wicker Flame with a bunch of stats, Belcher with a bunch of stats seems pretty good. Um, so I'm picturing it like it's not going to be kind of like the aggressive deck with chargers that it used to be potentially. Um, I mean, remember, Don Hunter was five mana. He, he did get buffed by a lot. So I, I think that they, they want them to make this work. I'm going to believe in them. I just don't know how to build it. Um, all right, let's move into Priest here. Uh, again, let's let's start with the Legendary because it's flashy. Uh, Murazon, Thief of Time, seven mana, six, six, Dragon, Battlecry. If your deck has no duplicates... Discover a dragon. Deal damage equal to its cost to all other minions. Reno Priest, or I guess Raza Priest in uh, 
in Twist. Seems like you're it's gonna love this because you're gonna be playing Dragon Package anyways. Um, so I I think this is like an auto clue if you're if you're playing Raza Priest in Twist. So let's ask the the forbidden question of Are you playing this in Wild? Maybe, probably. I don't know. Like the the Dragon Pool is probably a little bit less reliable in Wild, um, but I don't know how much you need the board clear, nor um, like how big you need <laughs> to to make it. So like I don't know. Um, you'll probably try it. Probably worth it's uh nobody's running Psychic Scream anymore, so maybe seven mana uh, board clears just are too slow these days and uh, I think that's maybe going to be a problem but like Psychic Scream doesn't come on a body and having redundancy isn't necessarily a bad thing um, so I could I could see it being run it will probably not be you know one of the better Reno cards but it'll be really cool in Twist uh yeah, I mean it's probably like fine in in this Reno Priest. I've seen a lot of bad cards in Reno Priest. <laughs> you can get you can get away with it. Yeah, it's fine. Um, probably yeah, a lot closer to, like the Kazakas tier though. I mean Kazakas has been cut from like Reno Priest, so yeah, that was, that was I almost said the same thing. So I'm glad we're on the same page there. Yeah, it's also really interesting because a lot of these Reno Priests now are like playing very minion heavy list anyways. Right, and yeah. trying to play a lot more for tempo, and it's kind of like the opposite of that. So I, I'd be very surprised if it actually made its way into uh, into Reno Priest X and Wild. Um, a card that I would not be very surprised and will not be surprised when it makes waves in Wild. Uh, Ships Chirurgeon, um, one mana, one two, Dragon Pirate. After you summon a minion, give it plus one health. Heck yeah, two three brigands and one two patches. Woo in Wild, yeah, yeah. You know, what happened here is I, I think Blizzard saw, like, the enormous stat dumps that were happened with, like, um, Deckhand into Brigand Brigand patches, and they're like, but what if we made it worse? And um, that's this card. Uh, this card on turn one, w even with a single Brigand in hand, is just nasty. As long as you don't draw patches with this card, it, it's pretty nasty. And, um, like, ugh. it just makes the board so hard to clear. And, like, it, it turns it into almost, like, uh, an even Shaman opener in, in some regards. And that's, like, that's repulsive to think about. Yeah, the card's disgusting. Um, it's so dumb with patches. It's, like, Shadow Priest has been lagging a little bit behind the aggro, the other aggro decks in the format, like, by quite a bit. So... I'm so happy that we've given a, a couple of significant buffs because this is what we wanted. This is what we wanted from the Wild 2.0, okay? We were like, oh my god, there's not enough Secret Mage and Shadow Priest in the format. We need to significantly buff them to bring them back in line with the mech decks. That is what the people were demanding. And Blizzard delivered another banger. Once again, another hit. We have an even stronger pirate opener than we could have ever imagined previously. So thank God we have this card. I love one two patches. I love I love having two of these actually. Imagine having there's two of these on the board on turn one. Like this rest of the game is just over immediately. You're summoning out like one five void touch attendance. God, that sounds fantastic. 
Um, is it enough to push pirate decks in wild uh, in twist? Uh, shit, man, probably. Like, I'm probably gonna play this as my dragon deck. I'm gonna play like dragon priest, except I'm gonna play this in patches because you know what's better than like just an alley cat? Alley cat with an extra health on each body. So why the hell not? Guys, I, I think Core loves this card. Um, I, I didn't think he was gonna start that comment going off, and then I think he just kind of leaned into it. I just went for it, man. I just let my emotions take over. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I mean, you're, you're summarizing uh, the feelings of like a lot of wild players, so nobody's holding it against you, you know. Yeah, like I, I, I feel like yes, you're not you're not <laughs> alone in that. But I feel like also what everybody is missing is the wonderful synergy this has with um, one amalgam band in wild, and this will finally be the deck. Amalgam priest is the deck that will prove Matt London right in one amalgam band being a contender in a meta deck yes seven drops in my deck that's killing people by turn three i i'm, I'm excited for that prophecy has been fulfilled yeah, yeah. No. i've solved it yeah i, I will say pe people weren't happy with all the uh the turn three aggro decks in the format so we had to give it more with uh with shadow priest so that's exciting but is it yeah it's so exciting <laughs> so much fun um <laughs> Hold on. One more thing about this. Um, wasn't there a time where... Um, oh, I guess we don't have Radiant Elemental. But there was a time where dragon decks were just kind of Divine Spirit in her decks, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so... Uh, so that could that's another uh, you know fan favorite uh, archetype to lose to is, uh, I mean, is dragon... Both of those cards are just legal deck. and twist. So you that's know. what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and we don't need we don't need aggro to do exist in, in or like shadow priest to exist in twist for that to be a, an obnoxious card in it. Man, we, dragon priest is gonna be so good. But I, I don't know. If, I don't know if Unifier without radiant. I no, it, it probably important. it probably won't. be. you also don't have like shadow visions to find. You got you got confused yeah. as your bloodlust, bro. You just play confused. <laughs> is that legal? I think so. I think it's like TGT. But I don't know. Nobody's I, ever talked I, about confused until yeah, this expansion. I, so. right now, I have zero trust in you for like identifying whenever <laughs> any card came out at this point. I'm sorry. I, I think it's old. Nobody's just talked about oh. it since forever. I just googled. It was it, it was correct. It is oh, the most no. TGT the card. one time this episode that I'm going to be correct about it too, and I right. wasted it on confused. God damn it! I know that is the most TGG <laughs> card I've ever seen too. Like it's just. <laughs> Uh, I mean, while we're on the topic of Dragon Priest, I, I was looking. I was building some decks uh, over the weekend. Can I tell you how sad I am that we're going back to this era of like Peddler and Nether Spider Historian and Museum Curator without class bonus? And do you know how sad that makes me? I you just broke my heart, dude. <laughs> look, this is this is a, this is a plea to the bl Blizzard devs. Bring bring back class bonus, please, please. Forever, and I, you know, really wish they would uh, bring it back. I, I liked playing it in Twist, like the first go around. That was, that was right. so satisfying. Those Discover cards, and I like playing it in Wild, where the Discover pools are like deep and inconsistent anyway. Yeah, um, I, I feel like we're speaking out to an empty void because I feel like that's never coming back. But just, it's not going to be the same playing another another Spider Story and without the guarantee of getting a, a Dragonet operative. Like it's just not going to hit the same uh, of playing four or five of those things in a game. Um, all right, last priest card here, uh, Shadow Word Forbid. Uh, pretty funny card if you uh, ignore the playability of it. Uh, so this is a two-mana shadow spell with tradable. 
Uh, destroy a four attack minion. Corrupt. Destroy all four attack minions. The one thing priests couldn't do during this time was kill four attack minions, and now, 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 now they can. Um, I, honestly, I don't know how how popular Twilight Drake's gonna be, but th this can kill a Twilight Drake uh, and Yetis, but Yetis aren't gonna be playable. So, card's Azure not very Drakes. playable. Azure Drakes are true. That that is gonna be a popular card. Wait, maybe forbids? Nah, no way, right? No. <laughs> it's truly, truly an exclamation point priest moment, though. Um, all right, let's move into Rogue here. Uh, let's start with the the legendary, the Scarab Lord. Uh, this is a four mana three three, battle cry. Summon a zero two Gong for your opponent. Combo gain rush. Uh, the Gong basically is a zero two minion that gets summoned for your opponent. But whenever it takes damage, summon a board full of one ones for you. Um, so if you like coin this out on turn three, uh, you get a three three and six one ones, uh, which seems like a lot of stats for uh, for three mana. Where where do we see this Scarab Lord scene play in both Twist and Wild? Uh, I feel like we at least talked about this a little bit previously, but didn't really like evaluate and find a home for it. I think if Jade Rogue exists, you probably run this. Like I th most Rogue decks that run minions, probably probably want this, right? That's a that's a lot of at least in Twist. That's a lot of stats for for Twist, right? Like we talked about the dagger curve potential to because again you can bang the Gong multiple times. Um, and like daggering into this or dagger on two or three, play this on four. You don't even need the rush. You just get your, um, your full board and you leave the gong. Seems pretty good. Seems pretty good. Yeah. I like it in twist. It's uh Jade Rogue, whatever minion Rogue people play right. pretty good. Yeah. Was Keliseth wasn't around in this time, right? Speaking of times that yeah. I don't know when things were released. Okay, just make that sure. was Knights of the Frozen Throne, so just after. All right. Uh, Scareboard, not super flashy, but does seem like it's going to be pretty good in Twist. Uh, I'm assuming not really playable in Wild because stats. Well, all that. if my chat has anything to say about it, it'll be very helpful in... Uh, disrupting those big priest res pools that they're always on about with that matters in the year of our lord 2023 i was so sure you were gonna say the uh the rogue quest i thought, I thought that's where that was going no but of no, course that... it's the big priest of course no, it's the big because res pool. no because quest rogue actually makes sense corb <laughs> <laughs> a board full of five fives makes sense disrupting a big priest in the current year does not make sense because they don't play res effects. Uh, poor Raffle viewer. It's getting shade thrown at him right now. Um, all right. We've got Mount Hyjal imposter four mana four, four each turn. This is in your hand, transform it into a random four cost minion that gains stealth. How excited are you for war increasers with stealth? God, that's actually a little bit scary, but, um, it's like the one neutral card that you're like, I hit. <laughs> um, yeah, but, uh, again, like the these are so unreliable, and you just want to play them on curve, so you're kind of just stuck with whatever you get, right? Like these feel somehow like arena cards outside of arena that like are are caverns of time being included in arena? I don't, I don't know. I like, don't know. That we've the, confirmation on that, but right, the the lack of reliability on these is I, I do not. I imagine top decking this on four and you just played a four mana four four with no text because it doesn't transform when you top deck it. Oh. So. Oh, God, that's even. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I'm assuming they don't transform when you draw them, but yeah, I would. I don't know. Like it, we'd have to compare this text to like Bandersmosh. Yeah, poor poor imposters. All of them feel very mid slash bad. Um, let's talk about talk about a good card. Let's talk about Jade Telegram. The the third Jade card is finally here, uh, and it seems really really good. Uh, Jade Telegram is a three mana spell that says look at three cards in your opponent's hand, and shuffle one of them into your deck. Summon a Jade Golem. So kind of the the ghastly gravedigger effect or that's i don't know if that's the name of the card but the the secret card yeah, it for sure it. Is. um <laughs> and it, it shuffles a card from it's disruption and twist let's go uh but also jades um reminder that they also buff jade swarmer to a, a woman a one one so jade rogue jade rogue looking kind of hot they also buffed uh jade shuriken um so like actually a, a good card uh both of them and this hands down my favorite Card of the uh, of the set and favorite card of any Jade card. I I have an addiction to playing Ghastly Gravedigger repeatedly to the point of uh, being detrimental to both my health and uh, my win rate. And I'm going to do the same with Jade Telegram. I've I just want to know how many different ways I can copy this so that I can play it as many times as possible. Unfortunately, in uh, twist, that's not very many times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know about that. Um, I don't know. Cards are really good. Uh, I don't know if like Jade Rogue needs a ton more help with, uh, like in twist terms, like in terms of beating combo. Like combo isn't really that much of a thing, and you're probably ideally beating down the Reno slower stuff anyway. But um, I don't know. Cards are very very solid. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, like this isn't really the reason why I'd be super excited for Jade cards, but just, like, having a card that says Jade text on it is, is a good thing as well, just because they all are parasitic and help each other out. Yeah. So, I mean, just finally having the density by having the third the third Jade card probably yeah. helps a lot when it comes right. to building yeah, a Jade deck. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I still that's... have very big concerns about Jade Rogue because the whole, like, dying to aggro thing is, <laughs> is you know, an issue. Right. Um, but it might be like it's probably going to be better than people think. Like, it'll be quite solid as like a control killer for sure. Yeah, that's just kind of a, an issue for Rogue in general, <laughs> in 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 this era in particular. So, um, that's you not have, going to go away. The, people are going to play massive greed biles like the first week or two in this format. So like, it's Jade Rogue's going to look good out of the gate and probably like slow down and. Yeah. The thing about Jade Rogue, Rogue in general is that you've actually got fantastic AoE where you have the Dark, uh, Dark Iron Skulker at 4 now and then you also have buffed Fan of Knives. <laughs> um, like, you have, like, really strong early AoE. The problem is that, like, Death Spite pointed at your head. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you, don't, you don't really have taunts or, or healing, so it's like... Yeah, certain types of matchups are going to still be really bad, but, like, generic board-based stuff is probably going to be okay, but we'll see. Like, Pirate, Ro Pirate Warrior is very scary and, like, aggro Shaman, but Ag Shaman has its own issues going on, so I don't even know what Shaman's going to do now without yeah. the um, Bell Totem. But we, we can do Pirate, the old-school thing of, of Healbot, Shadow Step your Healbot, play it again. Like, that's that's your healing right there. Dark timeline, man. You don't want to go down <laughs> that path. <laughs> Look, if you're desperate for healing, you got options, is all I'm saying. No. You don't. <laughs> They're not very good options, but you do have options. Um, all right, let's move into Shaman here. Uh, flashy Legendary, let's talk about it. We got Alakir, the Winds of Time. This is a seven-mana hero card for Shaman. Um, 
Battlecry. Gain Charge, Divine Shield, Taunt, and... Draw a Charge, Divine Shield, Taunt, and Wind Fury Minion. Uh, so this is kind of along the same lines of uh, Ashmore and Curator and all those kinds of cards. But it's on a hero card, and it does all the keywords that, you know, Alec here is. Because, you know, like, flavor and stuff. Uh, and then your hero power, two mana. Gain Divine Shield. Uh, this is Divine Shield that will carry over. Um, you know, like, you can press your hero power and... Uh, Maintain Divine Shield into your opponent's turn if you would like. Uh, but then you also gain plus two attack and Wind Fury for that turn. So, I mean, super flavorful for everything like Alec here. Uh, if you guys want a little bit of insight, uh, shout-outs to the uh, Born to be Wild peeps. They they also got a dev interview where they talked a little bit about the design for Alec here. Um, worth a listen if you guys are interested in that. Alec here, super flavorful. Very concerned about where this is going to see play, uh, to be honest with you, though. Uh because I don't know that you have great options for that battle cry. I mean, that hero power might just be a win con on its own, though, if you're playing like a super slow shaman deck. Right. I think, at the very least in Twist, if there is a slow shaman deck, it's going to run this card simply for the hero power. Um, maybe it like runs some taunts or something just as like an afterthought for the the battle cry. Um, but like. I mean that's that's a pretty nasty hero power in this era of Hearthstone. Like I even saw Martian considering just like this as a Shutterwalk replacement and Shutterwalk Shaman just to like get people because you're less relying on the uh Shutterwalk. I don't know if that's going to be faster or better than Brucan is right now. It kind of serves a similar purpose and so I'm 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 not sold on that, but like it's a really good hero power, <laughs> and I do. I wasn't even considering the fact that the divine shield carries over. Like that's a really good hero power. Uh, that uh, that just kind of it's four damage every turn, right? At, at minimum, that's that gets people pretty quick. A lot of I think people look at Carriel, and they often see like the damage reduction, not really appreciating just how much she like gets people for two damage every turn. And granted, you do have to spend the mana for this but like you're getting twice as much damage so like you just kind of get people if you're playing a you know a slow grindy mirror match which again could be prevalent especially early on in the format yeah i'm a little interested in this uh for wild uh just because it's a third copy a lot of time of like the the hammer the the wind fury hammer so if you are building around that um that package with the uh hero buff cards then it's quite good um you know play this on seven kill them on eight i like that uh in in twist um i don't know it, it's weird like the the minions that you have to pick from with these keywords are generally pretty awful like wind fury kind of horrific um you do have stuff like argent horse rider which isn't a bad option for like both the charge and divine shield so being able to double up on stuff like that is okay um and again as we keep <laughs> coming back to uh, card draw, premium, kind of uh, important. So, it's kind of like a lot of... There's some good stuff going for it. Um, I do... In like a Jade Shaman deck, I do wonder whether you really need the lethality uh, when you're already pummeling people with Jade so much. So, like, the late game, the need for over-the-top damage like this is a little questionable, but... I don't know. I probably don't want to underestimate the hero power because, like, there's not much else that exists like this in that format. Um, being able to just bonk people and also maintaining that divine shield and reducing like uh, invalidating like a hunter hero power right like that that can be a, a very big deal so not sure will 
like, even though I'm skeptical, I will edge towards, like, it's probably better than I think, because it's a hero card. Yeah. So. We we didn't have cards that just kind of have, like, inevitable value during this time, and then, like, the hero power kind of gives you that, like, longevity, uh, inevitability, I think is the word I was looking for there. Um, also, for the battle cry, we do have newly buffed, or recently buffed, Alakir himself, like the minion, um, where you got buffed yeah. to a 3-6, which, like, satisfies all of these. Um, I mean, you're probably playing it. I don't know. I think the battle cry don't really need to over index your your deck list to to satisfy that. Or I feel like if it's just drawing you like two cards, it's probably okay. Um, and that hero power is kind of the, the main thing that you're playing for uh, with this. But I'm interested. I, I'll, I'm going to be playing in some Jade Shaman potentially. I'll be playing it. I'm really excited. I don't know if you guys remember Crusher Shaman from back in the day, like the the Death Rattle style of deck. Um, and so I, I'm excited to to mess around with this this card. Um, it's interesting that they gave a hero card during this time because those didn't exist. So, uh, kind of interesting that they went this route. All right. Uh, the other shaman cards are good. One exists now, Meowth. Another one. Yeah, Jeramicus is still there. Oh, that's right. Jeramicus is. Wait, that's actually so huge. Yeah. So, and you can't get sack packed yeah. it anymore. Oh, it's insane. Wait. I'm so excited for Arena Lock, but we'll get to that. Um, the other Shaman cards here. Uh, let's start with the Even Shaman buff that was totally needed, right? I don't, I don't even know if this is playing Even Shaman, but totally totems. Four mana spell. Summon all five basic totems. Overload one. Uh, so for those of you guys that are not boomers, like the three of us, uh, the, the fifth totem here is uh, Wrath of Air totem. So spell, spell damage totem uh, used to exist. It's kind of kind of gross, um, but they're bringing it back for this card. Twist Totem Shaman probably wants this. I don't know how real of a deck like Totem Shaman or Midrange Shaman is. I know they buffed like Thunderbluff Valiant and, and things like that. I mean, let's start talking about the the big elephant in the room of, of Even Shaman and Wild. Uh, already kind of a top tier deck. Does does this make the cut in that? Um, it's certainly tempting just because of the Giga Totem and like Stone Right uh, Totemic Surge type. Uh, like your totems are legitimate threats in. Uh, in even shaman, I, they're on site. <laughs> like, uh, when, when it. like it's just I don't I don't I don't care if it's a zero two now. I know what it's going to be soon. Um, so I'm not discounting this card. It, it, the concern is that it's a little slow at, at four mana. It's the only thing. But if you can spend four mana on turn four and then also play a Giga Totem behind it as a result of this, um, that's a little bit more appealing <laughs> um so like i don't know it's it's one that um i think we'll probably have to play with and, and and see a little bit just because you know five like that that legitimately gets your giga totem online like i think from below is probably already online or pretty close at this point but it it pretty much single-handedly gets you down to zero mana eight eight um so if it's a matter of whether that's like strong enough and reliable enough to to justify the card um, something to, important to consider is that, like, during the Karazhan era, like, Totem Shaman was one of the strongest decks in the history of Hearthstone, like, with uh, the Thunderbolt Valiant, too. So, like, I, I wouldn't necessarily um, discount this card in, in Twist as well. Uh, there's certainly some potential there. They did rely pretty heavily on the Spirit Clause, which uh, is no longer a thing. So, um, I don't know if it'll be... It can be with this. No, <laughs> if, if this is the only way to generate spell damage totem, it's not going to be. But um, so like, 
I don't know. They, it, it's it's tough to evaluate. There's so many good guards in even shaman right now, and that's why it's such a good deck. Yeah, I think it probably gets it into even shaman. It's um expensive, but it's a board in the box. A threatening board. Like it's a threatening board. They might just be totems, but um I think I think it's probably good enough for even shaman. Like but carrying carrying a tiny little bit of dead weight. Like a tiny little bit, like maybe one copy of Wind Fury, maybe the Frostbites. Like it's eh, close, um, but yeah, I think it's a lot. Uh, like if I'm playing like Reno Priest, right? Like, I spend all this, like I clear off the opponent's board and the even shaman. And they play this, it's like, oh my god, they just did it all again. It was one card, so it's very, very imposing for the stuff, you know, for that. But in terms of uh, twist, it's actually like a huge deal for twist, mm-hmm. yeah. like. The fact that it is just a thing from below to zero, basically, <laughs> um, kind of a huge deal. Uh, Forgot that card was legal. Yeah. Oh, I just can't escape Totem Shaman. <laughs> yeah. So, like in Gadget Sand, like Totem Shaman wasn't really a thing. Players geared way more towards the aggro stuff. But I think I think with this and um, some of the changes to Shaman, like I can definitely see a Totem deck working. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. Between totems and jades, like you just like always flooding the board, always threatening kills with bloodlust. Well, I think they're probably two different decks. Okay. Like I think I think jade. Well, I mean, you probably just shove the jade. I, I say that you probably yeah you yeah. probably just shove the jade package in. Like, yeah, yeah. We um, used to run jades and even shaman. Yeah, those were the yep, days. Jades and even shaman. <laughs> Back yeah. when even shaman was fun and balanced. You know, I say that it was not balanced on release. Um, question for you guys I'm, I'm like staring at the overload of this card and i'm thinking about golgoneth and like the draw option and things like that does golgoneth count as a charge minion for alakir because he can use <laughs> no. his ability the turn he comes no. down are you, are no. you sure he better not he does not count what if, no, what if he's I just he coded needs... coded with charge just not on the card? well he, even if he is like he he needs i think he needs the text on the card because i've i've had weird interactions with like old Cthune when i gave him taunt um so I don't know. Spoiler alert: It does from people that have been playing Cthulhu's in Wild. The Cthulhu changes are now permanent buffs on him, so you right. would be able to draw the Cthulhu now once you gave it taunt. Okay, yeah, I, I'm gonna try it for myself because somebody told me that exact thing before I tried it and it failed, and I look like an idiot well, in front of uh, right. uh, you know Any, more so, hundreds no, of people. More, I was gonna say more so than normal, but you know, come on, yeah. when you, with somebody to play. <laughs> Yeah, um, my job is to look like an idiot meowth. I'm I'm aware of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh as long as as long as you don't feel bad for me saying that. Uh last but not least for Shaman, we got Pebbly Page. Uh two mana two one elemental battle cry, draw an overload card. You get bonus on top of that, you can't be overloaded this turn. So I mean just on the front, two mana two one that draws you an overload card. Kind kind of just good on its own. Um and then I wanna say upside. I don't I don't know if that's upside in wild. Um, because you kind of want to do the overloading thing in wild, but in, in twist, you get the upside of you can't be overloaded this turn when you are doing some sort of pop off. I don't, I don't know what that pop off is, but you're doing maybe some pop off. You're not doing any pop off. <laughs> like, like the the upside is that you play this, you get a jade clause, and you play it on four. Like you play them together on four. Like I don't know, it's it's quite good in twist, I think, because jade claws and scaling tutoring jades is good. Um, wild, I don't think it sees play anywhere i don't i don't think so no i i'm i'm in agreement there we all we've also talked pretty heavily about like the lack of card generation and draw in in uh twist era so anything that gets cards moving in your deck is going to be welcome especially targeted uh tutor like this 
All right. Any any wild potential for this one? Are you playing this in like Frog Shaman? Mm-mm. No. All right. All right. Let's move to Warlock. Let's talk about the big busted card. Uh, that is Chamber of Vis- Vis- Uh Two mana. Three durability. Look at three cards in your hand and choose one to discard. Draw two cards. <laughs> what a silly card. Uh, read the actual one. Yeah, look at three right. cards in your hand, choose a fell barrage, um, and draw, draw two, two cards. cards. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you you do not hear me wrong as much as Corp wants you to make wants you to think that this this card is uh it's a thing it's uh it it's kind of kind of busted wild twist all of the above. Honestly, somebody brought up the point of like you probably are just playing this in decks that are not just pure discard decks because you just get rid of the useless aoe spell against the otk deck and draw two cards like this it's so much selection it's so much draw it's so insane yeah it's like uh there there's a three mana card that does this but then you pay two mana to do this and times you get to do it three times why does this have three durability why does it only cost two mana like we're just we like this would be busted if it just had two durability but it has three. Yeah. Yeah, no, this... I don't want to play against Discard Warlock again, man. Like, that was not a fun era. I don't want to play as Discard Warlock because it's frustrating. Um, it's a good card. It's going to bring Disco Lock back, uh, probably in both formats, because, like, you have the Karazhan stuff, which is where Discard originated. Um, and they buffed some of the Discard cards for some reason uh yeah um i mean discard didn't really exist in gadget but they pushed some stuff and then they have things like the new demon fuse so like that's really good with malkimp and flame imp and void walker and patches is a demon now so that's fun um so yeah it, it got a lot better and i think it'll be a deck and twist maybe probably and then in wild probably gonna be tier one it's probably it's probably gonna be the best deck in the format you know when the heroic tavern brawl comes out on like the sixth i think disco lock is gonna be the best deck in the format so that's where we're at it's already quite solid um after the buffs that they made so very excited about that and this is gonna be the best card in disco lock uh so that's that's neat I'm not gonna lie to you. I was expecting more of a of a soapbox rant, like you were with the uh, the priest card. But well, I, I feel like <laughs> the priest one. I kind of kind of let it all out. This one, I'm just like, like I don't know. I'm just, I'm just confused almost. Like like you know what? Like it's like I'm being like sucker punched. Like I'm stun locked me out. At, at what's going on here? Because I don't. It's... I don't get it. Like what, yeah. what are we doing? It's pretty incredible that. It's like they hand selected three of the four, if you count even Shaman, of the like most hated decks that have ever existed in Wild, and then buffed them for the Wild set. For the Wild set, yeah. <laughs> like I, not the twist, the Wild set, you guys. It's the it's for the Wild, remember? Right. So I mean, what basically, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> basically, what that comes down to, is, like, I think I mentioned this uh, in our vent session on the the previous episode, but like, you, you just have two formats that are like in direct antagonism with the uh, with Wild right now, 
Like it's basic. Wild is just kind of taking it from both ends. It's getting like okay fun cards nerfed as a result of standard, and it's getting like <laughs> it's getting archetypes that nobody really cares for bolstered as a result of like the uh, the twist set. Yeah, I mean, like I'm sometimes in favor of doing the dumb super broken thing. Like I, I have I, I've spoken about this before. Like I I tend to not always hate that and if the dumb broken thing is going to be discard wall like i'm probably realistically gonna personally enjoy that more than if the broken deck is mech powered like i i will probably have an okay time with tier zero disco lock that does like it's super unhealthy though like it's like it's so stupid like if, if this it's just ridiculous that it's been pushed this hard like the the best cards are right now like disco lock is already looking like tier two like now like right now <laughs> um and the best cards of the deck is like dark bargain right because having like discard having mass discard is super important and this is like this triple targeted discard like this is insane this card is so stupid it's gonna be the best thing it's gonna be the best thing yeah uh, i'm not gonna add too much to this because I, I i gotta be careful what i say but like i silver linings they they said that they were gonna keep a close eye on these new cards and, and do balance changes if needed. Um, I don't know how much they're going to be looking at wild when it comes to those, those balance changes. I, I, I'm not sure what their focus is going to be. Like if this card is like perfectly balanced and discard warlocks, like fine in twist, I'm like, I, I don't know if they'll, they'll do anything, but this, this card's insane. This card, it, it's, it feels like if they leave this in the state, this is going to be up there with like cobalt librarian defile levels of like auto include in every warlock day. Like, even those Rena Lock decks, like you're playing this card. Like this card does so much, and it's I just the last note. Like the discard warlock buffs. It's such an unfun archetype. <laughs> like it's it's up there with secret mage. Like frustrating to play, frustrating to play against. Like I, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's, yeah. Anyways, all right. Let's move on. Let's talk about the next card, uh, and that is Witch of the Arch Thief. Arch Thief. Arch Thief. Uh, four mana for a 2-4. Battlecry, summon a 1-3 Voidwalker with Taunt. If your opponent has more minions, repeat. Four mana Spreading Plague. Uh, I mean, you're summoning 1-3s instead of 1-5s. Um, but four mana Spreading Plague with uh, with a body. <laughs> Rena Lock loves this. Evenlock loves this. Like, I think this is uh, a solid card. In, I think it's a uh, solid card. I don't think Evenlock loves this. I do think uh, that, like, other... Right. Like, I think I'd rather play this. Would I play this over something like Demonic Assault in Wild Evenlock? Demonic Assault goes face. Do go face. But this has a lot more taunt. I don't know. Regardless. Yeah. I think yeah, this is a solid card. Is, is the point. Think, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's a good card. It doesn't matter. Uh like I I think it's a little bit too slow. Like it doesn't make eight eights. So I don't know if you run it in even lock, unless you're like doing an even reno lock, but like um It's a good card. Uh probably a pretty good card in uh in Twist as well, and probably something that makes you like more excited than you already were about playing uh, Reno Lock in, in Twist because you don't have to vile in the format. So, like, yeah, uh, Reno Lock has just tons of really sick upgrades compared to what it previously had. Like, we like we already talked about Lord J, like Jaraxxus being the hero card is so huge. But I don't know, he's kind of go through is like a whole bunch of neat stuff with that. And there's off package with small things like Belcher with this Dark Bomb is great. Hellfire, uh, the deck really lacked AOE previously, and that. That early stuff so having like this hellfire just helps mitigate the aggro 
so hard. And then you get the location. So that's neat. Um, so it's got a, got a whole bunch of really cool stuff that you want to try. So Meowth, no matter how you feel about the location and some of the other Warlock stuff going on, be excited. Uh, you're probably going to really have a good time with Twist Reno. Oh, I already know that I'm doing nothing but playing Reno Lock like the first like day or two of the expansion. Because, I mean, this arrow was like what got me into Reno Lock. And like I, I have played, probably not an exaggeration, like two or 3,000 games uh, of this version of this deck. And so I'm excited to go back. Even if it's not going to be the same, because it's going to feel different playing this location instead of just tapping forever. Um, you also don't get Dark Peddler class bonus. Which, but I, I'm excited. Renalock's going to be sweet. Um, and I think this 2-4 is going to be just like a, a solid card in that deck. Um, I don't know about this next one here. Let's talk about Cho'Gall. Uh, reworked Cho'Gall. I don't even remember what exactly it was. I know it was like a 7-mana 7-7. Seven something about your next spell costing health instead of mana or something like that it was like blood bloom on a body i don't sure. i do not know if that's correct but Sounds i'm close. pretty sure that's correct yeah. yeah but now but now it is an eight mana eight eight battle cry return all cards you've discarded this game to your hand they cost health instead of mana that is a they cost health instead of mana for the the rest of the game um all right. the wombo combo you just play expired merchant to hit this and then is that infinite value that's wow. infinite value wow and then you you take uh 32 damage and you die yeah <laughs> infinite value <laughs> True. True. Well, we do know love how hard some players love that infinite value um True. do you like we're talking about reno lock do you just play the location and this in that deck and then i'm thinking maybe probably yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you just win yeah, just discard Reno tactically, and then right, you know, <laughs> like, or just like you don't even need to discard him. You just save like the like health cost. Well, I want to I want to play him on the same turn. That's the thing. I want to be able to go like Chogol card card Reno. Bam, gotcha. Right, uh, but I mean, you could also just go Chogol the next turn card 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 Reno. That also works. Yeah, but no, I, I think it's pretty decent with the location. I don't know if you have enough other cards that this card to really make you it maybe I play mean, dark maybe. bargain in that deck yeah dark bargain doesn't sound terrible but like i i don't think you need that much more maybe, right maybe you like, just maybe it's just location maybe it's fine yeah like eight it's eight package. mana add three cards to hand for free that do not cost mana to play yeah that, that sounds pretty good to me yeah and, and you've drawn six cards for your trouble so yeah. right I think there'll be some like cute things that people are probably going to try to do with Expired Merchant because I know back in the day you had Soul Warden that you could do something similar with, where like you would discard something with Soul Warden or uh, and then get it back with like you would discard Soul Warden and something else and then you would basically have infinite Soul Wardens. I could see somebody trying to do something like that with Chogol. I don't think it's necessary though. I think you just well, play I this mean, as like a you die if you do that. So, so yeah, like well, that. if you discard like a heal bot alongside it, then you don't necessarily do. I don't know. Whatever. I think this is a, probably just a solid card. Like, if you play location plus this in Reno Lock, like, you're set. Like, you don't need to do much else. But, yeah. Um, yeah, Warlock set, guys. How, how are we rating the Warlock set compared to everything else? Pretty good. Oh, uh, yeah. Good. Up there with Druid. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's probably right there behind Druid, yeah. Um, its location has an extra uh, durability as well. <laughs> that makes it better, right? Three greater than two. Mm. Um, all right, let's move into Warrior. Uh, let's talk about Blast from the Past. Love this, love this card. Um, three mana, gain two spare parts, summon two one one boom bots, shuffle a bomb into your opponent's deck. Quite literally, a blast from the past. Um, that, that's why I love this card, like flavor wise. Uh, is it actually good though? No, a bit adorable. 
Yeah, it seems really bad. Yeah, yeah it's cute. Yeah, no, like it's better than Boom Scheme at least. That's not a very high bar. A high, <laughs> high bar. Um, all right, let's talk about Ivory Rook. Uh, the final oh, of the Rook God. getting its yes. Ah, oh, so exciting that we got the uh, got the Rook here. Four mana, four four. Battle cry. Discover a taunt minion. Gain armor equal to its cost. Uh, very Ivory Knight uh, in the flavor, but you're getting a taunt minion and getting armor. So honestly, probably a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably a very good twist card. Now, yep. could this be one of those bad cards that we shove into even warrior in in wild, because oh. it does have an even mana cost and it gains armor. Yeah, probably not getting an even war in wild, but <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the twist thing. Yeah, I mean probably. Yeah. I mean, do you guys know that there's not much card draw or discover in the twist format? So <laughs> oh, never <laughs> yada, yada yada yada. Wow, what a concept. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Control Warrior probably will be played, so why not play this card? Yeah, there yeah. were, what, two versions of Control Warrior back in these days, right? Cthune and Nazoth, and I think both of them yeah, probably well, want something by like the time this. We got to, by the time we got to Nazoth, Cthune was dead, but we've buffed Cthune, but Cthune is probably still dead. Well, we buffed uh, the, 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 the armor card. I don't even know the name of it, Ancient oh. Shield Bearer. There's also the like I know the discover pools aren't that broad, but you could get like uh, twin Vecklor, mm -hmm. uh, twin Emperor Vecklor, and uh, the new Eye Stock of Cthune in the Cthune version. Off it's of this, hot. like that, that has taunt. Getting the extra copies. The Cthune Nazoth thing is like sometimes like if the opponent plays Nazoth, I guess you brawl. <laughs> I hate playing brawl. Everybody hates playing brawl except my opponents. Um, all right. Ivory Ivory Rook might not make it into uh, into Wild Even Warrior, but what about our our next card here? And that is newly reworked Hobart Grapple Hammer. He is a I've... four mana two two. Battle cry. If you have a weapon equipped, give all minions in your hand and deck plus two plus two. I've heard this is one of the powerhouses of Even Warrior. Actually, it is a lot of stats. I'll give you that. Um, it looks like a really strong or potentially strong twist card. Uh, agreed. Um, it's your handbook like for your stats, stats, baby. The stats do be a lot. Like, it's a very silly effect. Right. And it's a format with uh, Nizos First Mate in it. And, like, if Nizos First Mate exists in this era, you run it. Like, are you picturing maybe something like Dragon Warrior? Which plays like first May at War Axe and then Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I even I guess a dust bite. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's it's big numbers. Um mm -hmm. and there's like again, we haven't talked about the, the neutral cards yet, but there's some interesting like dragon synergies that could uh Yeah could make you consider. It, it's this more expensive situational big payoff Kaliseth. Right. Um, so you minion dense deck, but you need to also have the weapons, which makes first mate like such a nice pairing with it, so yeah, I mean, you just put it in a minion pile and hope you have a weapon. And I mean, it does hit minions in hand as well. So I guess that's quite different. That's good. Yeah. I mean, you're like fiery warxing and death spiting in like every warrior deck in this time, right? So you're probably going right. to have a weapon equipped. Right. So yeah, I think you have all all three of those. You have first mate, you have mm -hmm. warx, and you have uh, death spite, and just like every deck, every every warrior deck that exists. I was just contemplating whether or not you put uh, Hobart in the uh, Fire Warrior, which I don't know the answer to. 
Oh, it's not a pirate. Probably if it was not. a pirate, I'd actually be interested. But I don't. I don't think so because uh, you have so few cards in hand. You have such limited card draw. You have yeah. a lot of weapons. Like probably not. Dragon right. Warrior. Alex Charles' champion was around this time, right? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm liking it, I'm liking it. All right, let's move into our neutrals. We have nine neutrals to talk about. We're almost done, guys. Lots of new cards. Uh, uh, Shark Puncher. Two mana, two, two, pirate. Death Rattle. Give a random friendly pirate. Plus two, plus two. Like, seems seems solid in your in your pirate decks, whatever pirate deck you're playing. Yeah, you don't have the density of, like, quality pirates that you have now. Yeah. So, you need all the probably just you probably just grab a pirate and throw it in there. Also, the oh, art on this card's like really funny. So it, you, you it play is. that. <laughs> That's what I was laughing at. Uh, all right, we got timeline accelerator. Three mana, two two mech. Battle cry. Draw a mech. It costs two less. You can use this to tutor your uh, the, the what is the card? The flame leviathan in your uh, twist Reno mage. It's like basically the same thing as the floor gateway. That's actually like really good. Uh, I also didn't see this card before, and it seems pretty just generally okay right like even in a and maybe in a mech deck like mech hunter is probably okay with this isn't it they, they uh, have all the bomb in, stuff in, mech hunter. in twist or uh, it's yeah. just twist right yeah in yeah. twist oh no i'm not you don't consider yeah, this card yeah. in the wild at all no no like, yeah, okay. we've got enough mana cheat you've got enough card draw in all of the mech decks but like uh mech hunter was a, a real thing in uh in uh like twist era wasn't it I feel like it wasn't really a thing in Wild, at least until Boomsday, but I might be misremembering. Uh, well, I think like just vanilla, like before Wild even existed, wasn't it? Oh, like, uh, like Gad, uh, Gad- like I mean Gadzen, it it wasn't a thing, but JVG, I guess. I don't know. Even I wasn't around JVG. I'm not that old. Jesus, <laughs> I am. I was, and I, I don't remember. That's we're actually boomers. <laughs> right. Don't remember those days. Um, All right, I've got the payoff. You you get it for Fell Raver. Um. To look, you know, to discount your sick treachery combo. No, people forget Fell Reaver was a powerhouse card in GVG mech decks. I like sincerely, like a lot of people meme on it, but like it was a single card win the game. If you could play this, if you could play a Fell Reaver on turn four in this format, in like in mech shaman. Maybe you just win. Like, I actually forgot what, about what if, Mech Shaman. What if you go Coin Mech Warper into Timeline Accelerator into Fell Reaver into win the game? Like, what if that just ends it? There are so because, many cards to end it. With right, well, because sincerely, like, an Anker Fell Reaver used to just end it in that uh, in in that deck. This, this was the era of 4-mana 7-7. Seven, seven. I think people are forgetting that. Where Powerhouse 4-mana 7-7 seven, seven in, in Shaman, so... Yeah, and that's a four mana eight eight if you have a mech warper. True. What do we think about Iron Juggernaut? Yeah, the curve is sublime. Uh, I think that all of these conversations are making the Flame Leviathan sound a lot better. Flame Leviathan <laughs> idea is like strong. I think. Yeah. Legitimately. I was, I was just memeing, but I'm glad I'm I'm on to something here. I mean, what? Come on, dude! It's a three mana consecration with a two two, and you get a five mana seven seven rush. Yeah. Yeah, that seems really good to me. I was unintentionally cooking. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even know I was doing it. Um, all right. Let's let's move on to uh to future emissary. This is a four mana four four dragon. Battle cry. Reduce the cost of all dragons in your hand by one. Give them plus one plus one. 
this card seems uh pretty good with the uh the dragon decks it's like an emperor thorson for your dragons as well as for some reason buffing them uh if you're playing a dragon deck in twist you should probably play two of these in in your deck that, that or one if it's me. a reno deck oh yeah good point you, you, um, can, you can yeah. get away with playing two of these in your arena deck. Come on. Don't be that guy. Yeah. Oh. Card's good. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a good card. If if you're running dragons, you run this card is the, the moral of the story. All right. Uh, we have uh, two Battlegrounds cards making their debut in Constructed. Uh, you got Menagerie Mug and Menagerie Jug. Uh, Mug is a three mana 2-2. Two, two. That gives three friendly minions of different minion types plus one plus one. Uh, the Jug is a 5-mana 3-3. Three, three. Give three friendly minions of random or different minion types plus 2 plus 2. We didn't have Amalgams back in this time, right? So this is like you have to go out of your way to, to play three different minion types here. Um, right. We we legitimately had both of these cards before, though, in Zubot and Menagerie uh, Warden. So Well, or, but they were, they were specific. But... but, okay, but now you have eight of those effects for your menagerie deck and without a buffed curator which is kind of sad actually now that i'm thinking about it trust me i've i've tried (laughs) i've tried all of those cards uh yeah yeah i don't think there's a format that will want these cards also i just completely lied by the way we do have an amalgam coming up but we do oh yeah true (laughs) i didn't want to say anything because you got i didn't want to spoil another thing I hadn't. I didn't look forward. Um, I, I whatever. Infinite amalgam. Four mana, two four. Uh, it's an amalgam. It's got all minion types. A billion keywords on it. Uh, inspire, frenzy, spellburst, honorable kill, and overkill. Summon a random one cost minion. Excuse me. <laughs> um, that that's a lot of lot of keywords and yeah. uh, potentially a lot of summoning of random one cost. That is a billion keywords, my god. <laughs> uh, it's just every keyword, right? Uh, other than Battleground and Deathrattle. Like, it's all of the uh, the expansion-specific keywords are very nearly all of them. Um, still probably not a good card, though. <laughs> like, it's a 4-mana four 4-2. Four I mean, if you're, if you're buffing it like that, you're summoning a lot of minions. If you, if you get this to, like, stick, and then you buff it, it does a lot. I don't know how you're getting it to stick, but... Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny where it can just become just like set up an entire board off one attack. Um, so I don't know. It's it's cute. It's probably not very good, but no. I don't know. It's a weird card, man. When cards get this weird, it's like uh, I don't know how to evaluate <laughs> stuff. Um, I'm I'm sure somebody out there is gonna try out like a a zoo deck, like playing. Okay, that was an unintentional comment on like Zubot and like Menagerie Warden. Um, but between those two and Menagerie Mug and Jug, I think somebody's going to try some sort of like board-based zoo deck playing all of these. And if you yeah. do, let us know how it goes because I'm interested. Um, I, I just also want to kind of see Infinite Malcolm actually do something. So something, something to consider for that though is we we haven't really seen a world this era of hearthstone with uh, the dual minion type cards too that, like patches being a demon as well as a pirate could change some stuff maybe maybe the amalgam priest actually does end it um all right let's uh let's move on to our last three cards here we've got i suck a which ruffle you know spoiled earlier how dare you um actually this was spoiled in the uh, in the teaser so 
yeah, we'll, we'll give you a little bit of slack. But four mana, one one taunt, life steal. Whenever your Cthulhu gains attacker health, this does too. Uh, I, I don't really know how much there is to talk about this. If you're playing a Cthulhu deck, you're playing two of these in, in your deck. Yeah, this is this is the same as the four mana dragon. Yeah. Um. All right, we've got Volstan Staghelm. This is a six mana three six legendary death rattle. Summon a taunt minion from your deck. Um. So if you know. You're playing an Azoth deck. You're probably playing this because this just immediately summons your Belchers out of your deck. Um, it's just kind of like layers and layers of threats, uh, which is kind of cute. I don't know if there's like additional synergy. I mean, it summons a Tyrion, I guess. That's kind of synergy all on its own. Summons an Alakir. It doesn't have taunt on itself. It is just a six mana three six vanilla. But if you trigger that Death Rattle, it can be pretty powerful. Yeah, recruit has uh, been pretty strong over the years. Um... I don't know. A lot of Reno decks are going to be running Belchers, right? And you know, a lot of them are also going to. A lot of slow decks are probably going to be running Azoth. So there's definitely some potential here. Like the the thing is that like he's so bad when you the turn you play him. So he's slow, so slow developing. So you better get something good out of him. Yeah, yeah. You're looking for like a game winner. Uh, Tyrion is definitely the goal. Like if you got Belcher, like I'm not really sure if that's quite enough payoff um it does layer like if you have enough taunt cards as well though i guess it does kind of layer your uh Nazoth turn so like if they board wipe it they might just die again <laughs> which is always fun um you know when you weave in some shredders and some little sludge belcher tokens that can be very annoying to clean up uh but yeah i don't i don't really know if we have like super big taunt payoffs or anything like i'm kind of flipping through and i don't i don't really see much beyond the Tyrion. um I mean, glance, it seems like Tyrion and Alakir are like the two ones that come to mind immediately. I don't know that well, I, I keep talking about this Alakir card. It was like really good back in the day. I don't know if it's good enough now, okay. but you do have Sogoth the Slitherer. Like that could that could end it. That could be good. <laughs> oh god, we're talking about Sogoth. I mean, it's time to move on. Um, to Sori Dormi. Um, I don't know if that's actually how you pronounce it, but we're gonna go with it. Five mana, eight eight dragon. That's insane. Uh, except for the fact that it starts dormant for two turns. Uh, but when this awakens, reduce the cost of all dragons in your hand by four. That sounds like a five mana Malagos to me. I don't know what we're doing with a five mana Malagos, but that's a five mana Malagos. Yeah, just don't die. Yeah, so simple. Mm. <laughs> mm, just don't die, huh? Um, dying thing is kind of tricky. Yeah, but ice block was legal during this period, right? Yeah, uh, so being able to discount like an Alexstrasza in like something like Freeze Mage, that could, uh, that or, could be a thing. I was even just going to say Malagos. Or just <laughs> Mali. Oh, both. Yeah. You know what? Both. Screw it. Yeah. We'll do both. Oh, there you go. Yeah. A That's little how you bit get of the armor for Control Warrior. Easy. Yeah. Um... I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of mana reduction, so I'm never, like, uh, again, in a format where mana cheat wasn't prevalent, um... Things might be slower developing. Maybe you have the time to play a five mana eight eight in a dragon well, deck outside of a combo. Well, now we have the five mana Thorosan. So I don't know about this whole limited mana cheating thing. <laughs> I mean, five mana Thorosan Freeze Mage is actually going to be very good. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited about that. But um, all right, that's all the all the new cards. That is the thirty six new cards that we've talked about in an hour and a half. I'm proud of us. Only an hour and a half. Um. <laughs> All right, so wrap it up. How are we feeling about new cards in general? We'll, we'll start. We'll start small. Yeah, 
Uh, I think this is a really exciting set of cards for the twist format. Um, in in all seriousness, though, like this is probably the thing I'm looking forward to about the like whole twist full release is just like getting new cards. I've been advocating for um, a wild specific expansion for just years now, pretty much since I've started playing wild. And the fact that they're finally doing it is great. I have my concerns about like a few outlier cards, um, but the fact that they're doing this at all is is a good thing and should not be ignored in some of like the noise of uh, nitpicks about certain cards. So I appreciate that they're doing this. Um, I wish if they were going to call it a wild set, there would be a little bit more like concern for uh, how these cards impact the wild format versus like printing them for what seems to be prioritizing the, the twist format. But I don't know. Uh, hopefully they do it again. And hopefully they, if you know, some things uh, go wrong, hopefully they, they learn from those things when they um, move on in the, in the future. So uh, overall on the whole, and this applies to the entire like caverns of time revamp and the, the twist format, the good move. Uh, and it it's a good move for both people that enjoy Twist and for people that enjoy Wild. There's some specifics that I think that they got just wrong, and um, I am a little bit bummed about that. But I'm not going to let that like take away from like the general good that the the set is. Um, yeah, the the new cards are going to be the big thing that elevates the uh, the mode uh, in general, both in terms of I think this players wanting to try it out uh but also the power level <laughs> and and how the format is probably going to feel quite a bit different in, in some ways than what people think the uh power generation card draw the the combo compared to board based gameplay that is all going to have like a very similar familiar uh feeling to it but a lot of these cards are like very five-star power level even in the context of modern hearthstone and they're going back paired with 2016 strategies and, and cards and so um these are going to be really the a lot of the backbone of the format um the power level of them is so high and i hope that they're not so high that they necessarily completely warp and dominate the format um in ways the the everything feels too um too separate from what we used to have so i hope the nostalgia is still there even with uh, a lot of these new cards um again like ruffle mentioned um these are primarily again as as, as seeing these as something that's for twist content in terms of wild it's kind of like we just got another two random standard expansions and we just accelerated the power level even more but maybe that's not even a bad thing maybe it's uh you know wild continues to be for the people that want that kind of experience then sort of ignore um people that don't want that sign of experience and then if you do want a more curated experience that is what they're trying to do with twists and uh hopefully this bridges the gap between old and and modern hearthstone so it isn't quite as jarring for people going from wild to twist uh with uh some of these new cards so power level very high um excited for twist yeah i'll i'll echo all of those sentiments and comments also very very excited for twist um so Twist will be out on Season Reset, 
uh, so on the 1st of September, regardless of where you are in the world, whatever server you're playing on, uh, whenever September 1st drops, that's when Twist will be available for you. Uh, it also feels like uh, new cards are, are supposed to be out on uh, the 31st. It's, that is my understanding. So we do get a day of playing with them in Wild uh, before we move on. Um, all three of us probably going to be maining Twist for a little bit here, so talking about some Twist, you know, in the next couple of episodes, but... I'm excited. Uh, hopefully, you guys are too. A um, little bit of a of a sellout. Theorycrafting. You know, we're not going to talk too much about theorycrafted decks and things like that. But I know Corbin and I have been doing some. Um, there'll there'll be a spreadsheet, I think, uh, of decks that I'll, I'll I'll throw in the description that if you guys want. Um, and then, of course, I'm assuming Rolf is going to be making a ton of content on YouTube uh, about it. And I know all three of us are going to be streaming. So tons of content out there if you guys want anything. Um, I've done your your guys' job for you uh, in terms of selling out, but if you guys want to add anything else, you know, let the people know. Uh, yeah, go to twitch.tv slash getmeouth for the hot new um, wild and twist decklist, and I'm personally looking forward to that spreadsheet, so like, uh, I'll, I'll be checking the description as soon as this video comes out. Um, God, I'm trying to remember everyone's socials so i could sell out the next person um but no you can you can find me at uh corbett on twitch or corbett games on youtube and uh, x i'm gonna i'm gonna keep saying i'm gonna force it dude i'm gonna i'm gonna force x force it until it becomes normal that's weird yeah um yeah you yeah. raffle twitch.tv slash raffle youtube.com slash raffle because he hasn't been sold out yet so make sure you guys check out his content uh spoiler alert the spreadsheet's not going to be complete until twist comes out like on thursday so it'll be a work in progress but if you guys like just keep clicking that link and check it back it'll it'll be filled out um now but thanks for hanging out guys thanks for listening to the card review hopefully you guys are excited about the 36 new cards coming to twist and wild um and thanks for listening and we'll see you guys again next time later